Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to attend the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to attend the Channelized Bing Bingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever the mission, home or away, Enterprise helps over 120,000 people every day. With vans of all shapes and sizes, if you have a plan, Enterprise has a van. No matter if you need to rent for an hour, a day, a week or longer, Enterprise offers great rates for you or your business. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Sunday, my friends. Welcome, of course, to another Andy Goldstein Talks Football Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. Don't forget, of course, I'm back with the sneaker freak, Darren Bent, all next week on Drive from 4pm. Now, we unfortunately have to begin today's podcast by looking back on yesterday's live and exclusive commentary of Brighton's win at Old Trafford as they beat my team, Man United 3-1. Blimey. Here's how the game unfolded on TalkSport 2. They've won their last three games against Manchester United, home and away, including that win here at the start of last season. And Brighton get us underway. We had the chances, and I think first half we, we played quite well. Pulls it back to Rashford, takes a touch, fires it goal, and it's blocked by Dunk. Then we set the tone and we carried on playing our football. The line of dummies, well then fires it in! Before the Manchester United man scores at Old Trafford. Ten hogs. I think he's completely out of his depth. Do you think he has uh, to go, I Ben? I do. Brighton had 659 passes at Old Trafford. Taken up by Pascal Gross. A dummy in a goal. Pascal Gross doubles Brighton's lead. I think uh, you can play better if you are able to enjoy it. Working hard and stick to the plan. Stick together. It's important as well. To be fair to Brighton, they've carried on where they left off against Newcastle. Gianpedro! 3 0! What a goal from Jean Pedro and Brighton have torn Manchester United apart. Casemiro looked like his legs had gone today. And Casemiro is being withdrawn to allow Hannibal Mesbury, who spent last season on loan at Birmingham City, to come on. Hannibal to the edge of the area, goes for goal, and he gets one back for Manchester United. You said to Brighton fans that you would give him, be giving Manchester United your lays with your team 3-1 up yeah. with two minutes to go. Yeah, you'd think, have uh, a word. Brighton get their fourth successive win against Manchester United in the Premier League by winning by three goals to one. Here's Mark Goldbridge. 100% I put the blame on the Glazers. And you know why? Even if you want to just look at the game today, Brighton are tiny compared to Man United. Fan base, uh, stadia, reputation. But they're miles ahead of Manchester United. And why? It's not just because De Zerbi put on a good show today. He made five or six changes. He's got a system. He's got a group of players that understand that system. They're consistent. They're dogged. And they are focused. 
that club is well run and it reflects what you see on the football pitch. The same at Manchester City. Arsenal were in the wilderness for over a decade. They sort things out. They bring in Edu. They start looking at how they can back the manager. They remove people like Aubameyang and suddenly Arsenal perform. There is a very, very big correlation between how your club is run at the top and how it performs on the pitch. Absolute fact. So you might be bored of that as a United fan. You might be bored of that as a rival fan. But I'm sorry, it's a fact. Manchester United on the pitch over the last decade reflects what's been going on off the pitch. The silly wages, the terrible recruitment, the waste of over a billion pounds, the debt, the ownership, the whole lot. Look at what Man United have had to deal with over the last two weeks. You've got the Anthony issue, the Sancho issue. There is so much noise around Manchester United. And the noise now is going to be Ten Hag needs to lose his job. Absolutely not. That's the worst thing we could do. We've been here with Solskjaer, Mourinho, Van Hal. Now is the time to back the manager. The only change that needs to happen at that club and the only change that's going to get United anywhere near a Liverpool or an Arsenal or a Manchester City is to remove the ownership and rebuild that football club from the top so that it makes a difference at the bottom. Now, TalkSport also brought you live an exclusive commentary from the Premier League as Liverpool came from behind to beat Wolves at Molyneux. Here's how this one played out. Well, Jurgen Klopp is not a morning person. Prepping for a game that kicks off as most people are tucking into their brunch is not really for him. And Neto's got it and a chance to run at Joe Gomez. Moves into the box, takes on two defenders, beats a third, pulls the ball through the six-yard box, comes through the hand, and it's there! And Wolverhampton Wanderers take the lead after just six and a half minutes. And there is a dominant force in this match, and it's not Liverpool. He's beaten Gomez with a lovely trick into the air, left foot across, Cunha is there, should have scored his body, mistimed his jump. And it was really clumsy from Cunha in the end. Liverpool got serious problems here. Gakpo, tight on the edge of the area. Diaz trying to weave it through to Jota. And then Salah! And tapped in at the far post by Cody Gakpo for his first goal of the season for Liverpool. Robertson follows it in and finishes beautifully. What a goal for Liverpool. What a winner. Sets it up for Elliot, And he takes a deflection. Bubbles past the goalkeeper. Hits the post and goes in. And after such a brave display by Wolves, they've conceded two late goals and surrendered all three points to the Reds. Yeah, much better, feels better. I only have a beer when we win an away game and last year I nearly became an anti-alcoholic. So, uh, because I remember because of that. Of course better, but we all know it. everything is new. Everything has to... We cannot always mention last season as bad as it was and as useful it might be, but obviously we don't think about our away record anymore. So... Um, when we came here today or when I saw the first half, I didn't think, oh, the same like last year. No, but we have to do better. We have to create something new and we are we cannot be stable. I don't expect that that early. It's really a big change what, what we do in the moment and transition period where we go through. So we cannot be stable. But when we can be stable, you have to look, look, the very good games with a team like us, you will probably win. If you're not massively unlucky. Where do you stand? Are you concerned or do you think it's promising the fact that you've lost four of the last five games, but you've played well, arguably, in all of them? Yeah, I think it's a, that's probably a fair summary. I think we're, we're in the process of trying to improve everything, including decision-making. There is, yeah, when I arrived, I realised there was some, yeah, looseness and the lads just playing off the cuff and some random things that go on during a football match. 
yeah, I don't like that. I don't like it to be that way. And especially against Liverpool today, you create chaos and you suffer the consequences. And we didn't create chaos too often, but when we did, especially that second goal, you, you suffer the consequences. And then from that moment, 83 minutes, 2-1 down, forced into a little bit of chaos. And you can see the problems that Liverpool cause you at that moment. So um, trying to get the lads away from so much chaos and into a little bit more control and structure. Um, But yeah, scoring goals is tricky, especially at Premier League level. So Sasha, Fabio, Cunha, we need to step up and take our chances and need to make sure that the structure and the work that I do with the lads keeps keeps creating them. Elsewhere in the Premier League, Newcastle took on Brentford. Man City came from behind to beat West Ham. Luton lost again. Villa beat Palace and Spurs scored twice in injury time to beat Sheffield United. Here's how we reacted to yesterday's busy afternoon of Premier League action. Absolutely sensational, Tottenham 2, Sheffield United 1, it's Dejan Kulisevsky, surely with the match winner. You know, it's what you love about football, you know, it's, I mean, I, I try to stay fairly even in the in the process, but uh, fair to say when people are jumping around all around me, um, you kind of understand that, that something special's happened. It's one of those days where I think, you know, for our supporters and the players, you know, it'll stay in their memory for a long time when you win games in that manner, and that's what we love about the game. From the first day, he's been amazing, came in with unbelievable energy, and, you know, he gave energy to us players, to the fans, and, you know, now we love playing home. We love, we, we feel love from all the stadiums, so we just want to continue to make them happy, smile and work hard and, and win every game. Dan Kulisevsky's just told us that <coughs> the team spirit that you've helped engineer already in your short time here with the fans as well really played a big part in that victory was was character as much as football talent what got you yeah, over the line it, it all makes a difference you know you need that you know it's not just about the football it never is um you need because ultimately you're going to deal with adversity one way or another and how you react to that as a group is really important and other fans and the boys uh, <clears throat> were outstanding today and you know we're trying to build something here and and um, part of it is the football you know how we want to play but that has to be alongside the, you know, the spirit and the character of the team. And you know, days like today just, I think, help sort of fuel that growth. Last one from me. Can we expect Robbie Williams on the tannoy before and after every game now? I don't know, mate. No, it's, it's not for me. To, it's quite embarrassing. I had to get off quickly. So yeah. <laughs> Listen, when you're looking at their centre-back, goes to VAR, jumping to Wes, no attempt to play the ball, leading with his arm, turning his back, stitches in Wes's face... And he's given a yellow card that's gone to VAR and Ollie McBurn is given a yellow card for going to the referee and saying he's pulling my shirt and he's been sent off. So, so that offence is deemed the same. Honestly, we, everyone needs to get that we've got, we've got people who know the least about the game. The officials have shown it today when they speak to me. The people who know the least about the game directing which way the game's going. And it's, it's an absolute... Yeah, and this, this is not me saying it the first time. And you can see me doing it nil-nil, one-nil one up, half-time. It's not me sour grapes, Spurs and done great, 2-1 win for them, but my worry is, yeah, from what David was saying to me and Peter today, just exposing how little they know about the game and we're watching that. Brilliant game here, it's finished, West Ham 1, Manchester City 3, Manchester City having to come from behind to take all three points here at the London Stadium and head back to the top of the table. It was a really good game, 90 minutes, 96 were to play in the first half, even losing, we were really, really good. We spoke at time, so this is the challenge, it's when we won everything, we need this time of challenges to see how we are still as a team. And the second half was quite similar in the first, the difference that we, we scored and West Ham had made Maybe more chances in the second half than the first. They didn't score. So with football, but uh, yeah, really happy. Well, I think it might be the best we've played with the ball against Man City. 
I'm not sure if it's the best we've probably played played against them, but I thought when we got the ball, we were much better. We we, we dealt with the ball well. We we tried to play through them when we could. Maybe didn't weren't maybe as direct and maybe putting them under as much pressure up front. I have to say, I think the conditions played a little bit of part in it as well. It was incredibly hot and. We were chasing the ball for so many long, long periods in the game. But I've got to say, it was great, great atmosphere in the stadium. Uh, and hopefully they've seen a team which is improving and getting better. Aston Villa three, Crystal Palace one. It's Leon Bailey with the goal. This place has gone wild and no surprise. I was very, very happy in the first half and we were in the way to win. But always respect the opponent because they have very good players and they can score in one moment and they did and the reaction after it was playing worse completely different more with our heart but sometimes we need to play like that and it was fantastic and brilliant three point we, we got at the end with a different way. Paddy, um, first and most importantly, any any news on how Roy's feeling? Yeah, he's feeling better at the moment. So um, obviously he was he was missed today, but he had a, the whole week's training um, and, and and played a massive part. So um, yeah, we're we're hoping for a, a continued speedy recovery. One of those rare instances where the referee gets sent to the screen by the VAR official, but sticks with his on-field decision. What was your view? Wait, that's that says it all. There, rare. Um, where, to, where, when they have to go and, and, and watch the monitor for five minutes, I think that tells everybody um, what they need to know from that situation. So to lose in controver- controversial um, circumstances like that is, a, again, disappointing. But listen, we, we'll dust ourselves off, we'll take the positives and we'll move forward. Did you feel like the VAR did that he actually got enough of the ball to, to justify the challenge? Yeah, it felt like that, yeah. The, the Chris was, was adamant he, he won the ball for us. I think the... The, the angles that I've seen suggests that, but ultimately you've got people in a, in a studio somewhere and you've got um, four officials out there and they've made a, a decision that goes against uh, my thoughts on the situation. Fulham 1, Luton 0. Fulham have their second win of the season. Luton on their return to the top light, still pointless. Four defeats from four. Not the best performance, but it's really tough and tricky to play against. Teams and sides that come here to play so, so deep. Uh, nine players around the box every time. It was difficult for us to, to find the spaces. That's two games in a row now, West Ham at home and, and in this game as well, where we've shown that we can more than compete. We can. You know, it's been really fine margins. So we've got to try and come out on top in those. Newcastle 1, Brentford 0. The Callum Wilson penalty was a difference between the two sides. Yeah, I think we needed to show real resilience today. We knew it was going to be a really difficult game, Brentford play a certain style and quite direct a lot of set plays we knew we had to be watertight we knew we had to dealing with set plays against them is organisation and they're a very difficult team to pin down in that respect and to open up and you can see they defended quite deep they defended with bodies um, but I thought the crowd did well to stay calm and I thought the players executed a much better second half performance when I look back probably be a little bit ah, you should have been in front and also, you know, they're, they're coming out, you know, it's difficult to play. So I think it's even more impressive how, what we did the first 20, 25 minutes. And I think second half, we had chances, opportunities, and I'm, I'm convinced that we could have won the game. And Randolph accused our live football was TalkSport 2's live and exclusive commentary of the South Wales Derby's Cardiff-hosted bit of rival Swansea in the Championship. Here's how the game sounded on TalkSport 2. Go, 
Saturday night in the EFL on TalkSport 2 and one of the great fixtures of any domestic championship season. Collins on the far side, floated into the penalty area by Ramsey, up towards Ogbo, knocked it down, Mate! Good save by Rushworth. Cardiff have won it back straight away with Mate. Middle of the Swansea half, lines up a left-footed shot! What a stop by Rushworth! We'll have to see, it's an excellent strike from Mate there. An even better save from, from Rushworth. Tanner's first touch is a good one. He controls, he shoots! Oh my goodness me! That is a fairy tale goal from Ollie Tanner! This stadium is shaking to the noise of Cardiff cheers! Wait to see this, Joe. What a finish! What a strike that is! Ramsey clips in the cross. Grant! Heads over from six yards. Should have been two. Should have been game over. Three in the middle in blue. Tanner gets oh. beyond Pedersen. Is that a penalty? Yes, for Cardiff City. It's going to be Aaron Ramsey from 12 yards out. Right-footed, rolls it down the middle. It is a picture-book perfect night for the Bluebirds. The full-time whistle is blown. And in a game that needs so much to so many in South Wales, it's Derby Day delight, finally, for Cardiff City. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. The game day breakfast now. Ex-Chelsea and Ireland striker Tony Cascarino gave his thoughts on all the weekend's sporting stories. In the last few moments, it's been announced the full takeover of Everton Football Club uh, has now been completed. 777 Partners has signed an agreement with Farhad Mashiri to acquire his full stake in Everton Football Club. Even if the, the main owner owns a football club, and you could go back to Abramovich days at Chelsea. You know, they had success because he also employed people that were smart enough to do the things that he couldn't do as an owner. But he knew who to employ. Mm. That's the same theme at Brighton. It's the same theme at Brentford. And, and that's why you have to be competitive. And Everton have got everything wrong in the last few years. I can't think of too many transfers that go, wow, no, that was a roaring success. It hasn't been that at all. And Robertson can't play I've seen in my career in all different sports unbelievable sportsmen yeah. and I've seen them at tender ages and thought they'd be a star okay Tiger Woods Roy McIlroy 
Um, I can remember seeing Robbie Keane straight away. Me and Noel Quinn had a conversation in the dressing room when he was 17 and said he'll beat the Irish goal-scoring record comfortably. He got 60-plus goals. Mm. You know, did it easily. He's like three times more than anybody else. Um, and, and, and others. And Bellingham's no different. I, I find it... I, if I'm brutally honest with you, I just look at a player that's got... No, there's nothing he hasn't got. That's why it makes him so special. Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app, wherever you get your podcasts from. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Austin TalkSport daily podcasts at first in the morning. Do what you got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport daily podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Hold that, please. Level five. Thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to Ertzen the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to Ertzen the Channelized Bimbingus of the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chattel sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how.